I'm a very quiet person. I don't know why you would make up lies yeah, about right. me. This will work. We may not have a fixation, but we're here for a real education. Welcome to another episode of Real Education, The Musical. Musical. I am one of your hosts, Wendy, joined, as always, by my faithful compatriots in choreography. That was a mouthful. I'm Vinny. I'm Mike. (laughs) I love that title, though. (laughs) Compatriots in choreography. Comes trippingly off the tongue. And we continue with our Fossypocalypse. Fossy, fossy, fossy. Yeah. Fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy. Boom. Episode seven. Or uh, probably. Like, I feel like when I counted it up, I feel like maybe, I worry I missed one. But this (laughs) should be seven, right? Seven-ish. Seven-ish? Yeah. I think that's right. For some reason, I was thinking, I felt like there was something in between Kiss Me, Kate, and that next one. But there's not. uh, My Sister Eileen. But there's not. Right. Me, yeah, I think so. my sister Eileen. Then he I think it just feels like that because when we recorded game. them, it was a we did a whole bunch of episodes in between. So I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, because we did Kiss my, Me, Kate. Yeah, and then I can keep the chronology straight because we've done all of the others like in a row. Right. That makes sense. So it's Kiss Me, Kate. Then my sister Eileen, one, two. Then Pajama Game. Then Damn Yankees, three, four. Then Sweet, Sweet Charity. Charity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. charity. And then cabaret. And cabaret. And yeah, and then cabaret. I'm literally having to think through <laughs> Fosse's actual Life. biography in my head to yeah, be like, yeah. well, then on Broadway he did this, and then he did that. Yeah, 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 that's right. So then cabaret is six, and then now we are on number seven, which is... Liza. Liza with a Z. With a Z, please. So uh, what do you know about Liza with a Z? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to speak first? Uh, I'm going to guess has something to do with Liza Minnelli. Good guess. Yeah, nailed it. First try. I know, right? <laughs> uh, and yeah, it's like a, a one-woman show kind of thing. Show, Liza Showcase. Yes. Yes. Showcase with a Z. Raspberry. <laughs> showcase. <laughs> I know, I was I, it showcase? <laughs> I was like, well, I was putting the Z on the beginning. Showcase. What if it's two Zs? Showcase. Showcase. Uh, uh, yes, it is a one-woman show, except that she does have backup dancers. But it is it okay. is all about Liza. Yeah. Uh, and it unless is, they're all dressed like her, like made to look like her. That, that whoa. <laughs> That might be nightmare fuel. Like no offense, be, no offense to Liza Minnelli, but like that would be a, that would be them. a lot of Liza. Yeah. So Fosse cloned her fourteen <laughs> times. Woo! Terrifying. Uh, ten. He had ten backup dancers. She had ten back. Five girls, five boys. All right. Uh, it is a TV special. Okay. That he got the idea for during the filming of Cabaret, because uh, he had never worked with Liza before. Uh, in Cabaret, Liza was part of the film deal. Like, when he got onto the project, Liza was already, she's going to be your Sally Bowles. So he didn't have a whole lot of choice. Uh, she had made a name for herself, like, on Broadway already at this point. She'd gotten a Tony nom- Award or nomination. And she was known um, also for doing lots of uh, Cabaret and, uh, you know, concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he, but he watched her during the filming of Cabaret, and Liza Minnelli 
did everything 110%. She never just marked it. She she went hard. Of course, it was the 70s, so <laughs> everybody was on drugs. Let's just be honest. Fosse was on so many amphetamines. She was on all of the drugs. <laughs> she, yeah. yeah. Like, the in the biography, it, it's mentioned frequently that he's on amphetamines, but it's not really written about in the terms of addiction, and it feels like there was something... Everybody was doing drugs, and it wasn't really thought of in terms of addiction. It was just, you know, this is something that helps you stay focused or stay stay energized. You know, yeah, I mean, it's a drug, Which but makes it's helpful. Really good. It, it, I mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's so helpful. How could it be bad? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. For sure. uh, so yeah. anyway, how could it? He uh, he, and of course we know he'd fallen in love with directing for the camera, being able to control what people saw. Right. And he just, and we also, of course, Fosse was in love with the act of entertaining, um, the the falseness of it as well. So he, what he wanted to do was f- use film, not video, film, do a one night only performance that would be filmed and then edited and released for TV. So it wasn't okay. a live broadcast, right. but it was a one one chance to film it. So there was a lot of rehearsal, and then of course there were a lot of cameras involved in filming right. it, mm-hmm. and a lot of technical details. But it happened once, and that was it, wow. and that was the challenge. And so he, what he wanted to capture was not just Liza Minnelli performing, but he wanted to capture the experience of putting on a show and every part of it. So that was his vision for it. So you get, yeah. Very cool. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so many times when you do see a lot of these, like when you concert specials or, um, stand up specials, that kind of stuff, so they film it over three or four nights and then uh-huh. they split, yeah. like when somebody flubs a joke or misses a note or whatever, they're able to go, Oh no, we'll grab this from this other night. So I like this idea of, of just like, Hey, you know what? If she fucks up, <laughs> It's there. <laughs> you get one shot, yeah. Um, to share a story, because I was, of course, I'm reading my Fosse biography again. When he was in rehearsals for Pippin, he was editing the Liza with the, with the Z footage, and he came into a rehearsal of Pippin apparently just furious, and the whole cast did that, like, collective lean back of, like, oh, shit. <laughs> what is about to happen? What yeah. happened? And, I mean, he was just, until finally... He like stopped himself and went, I'm sorry. It's just my editor dropped cigarette ash on film Uh today. (laughs) And yeah, (laughs) he only had that, that (laughs) moment was only in one place and then the editor ruined it. It's bananas to me. That people that edited film would chain smoke. Right. This shit is so fucking flammable to start with. <laughs> and like all it takes is like, yeah, that. And then, oh, cool. Now my print's ruined. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, that's wild. Um, there's a lot about this show that I don't even want to get into yet. We'll talk about it after the break. Um, it's only an hour long, but there are extras. Um, I, of course, have the fancy 
super duper deluxe DVD. It's very sparkly. I saw that. Of, it. of course I do. Um, I saw it coming through my door before I saw you. <laughs> it's, it's very glittery. And so it's only an hour long because it's just a TV special, but right. it is nonstop numbers. So we're probably still going to have a lot <laughs> to talk about afterwards. Right. Yeah. There's not going to be a plot, but it's going to be like this number and this number and this number. And Liza, a whole face full of Liza. To be fair, that's like usually how this goes anyway. Is we got this number and then some stuff happened. And then there was this but other mostly number. Mostly this number. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, guys, this is perfect. We don't have to deal with that pesky plot. <laughs> yeah. Story. Yeah. Fuck plot anyway. Characterization. I just want the choreography. Just sing me pretty songs. Um, so I, I know boys. you have this, yeah. this fancy sparkly version, um, but I'm sure you could find it at a library. Oh, I don't, I don't know. No, I, I bought it off easy? Amazon, yeah. okay. of course, um, years ago. Uh, this one might be slightly harder to find simply because it's it's not a film. Knowing now what a, yeah what it is more of what it is anyways. Um, I was super excited that they did do yeah. a high quality DVD release of it. Very cool. So I'm very excited by that. And this is like peak Fosse. Yeah. This is and peak Liza. This is the year he got his egot. Oh, nice. So, wow. okay. um, and he's and this I, the same at the library. Oh, there you go. Excellent. Um, same year as Cabaret, right? Same year as Cabaret. This is after? Uh, yes, after Cabaret, mm-hmm. but the same year um, because Cabaret was earlier. Uh, this is part of his, <laughs> this is his backup plan um, because remember, Sweet Charity bombed and right. nobody would hire him. So and he's like, if Cabaret tanks, I, I want to have go this to, thing. Go on a TV. I want to have all these other projects lined up to where if if Cabaret just is a disaster, I've got other things, not only other things to do, but in different medium to, to prove that maybe in another medium it would work out. So he did this television special <laughs> and then also at the same time was immediately starting a new Broadway show, Pippin. Yeah. So Pippin will wow. come out... Pippin will come out uh, like a year later is when it opened, but he was in rehearsal, pre-production and rehearsals while he was doing the editing for Cabaret and while he was rehearsing. Like, he was on so many amphetamines, guys. Yeah. He was on all the uppers. He was not sleeping. He's like, I've eliminated sleep. It's just a thing of the past now. <laughs> so um, I need to double check this, but um, obviously lots of people have gotten their EGOT. He, I think, is the only person who has ever gotten three of them in one year. Wow. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. insane. So was this his Emmy? Uh-huh. Okay. And then obviously Cabaret was the Oscar. And then I think it was the G, but I don't remember what for. I'm going to look it up in my notes. Okay. Um, but yeah, he, like, all of a sudden he, Bob Fosse became a household name. Like, that guy. Yeah. So, yeah, because um, let's remember way back when, choreographers aren't famous, stars are famous. He wanted to be Fred Astaire, not Hermes Pan. Yeah. And yet, and yet, he created a new kind of stardom. Yeah. So, let's go watch Liza with the Z. I'm excited to show it to you. I have a problem. Now, wait, it's not a big problem, but it is a problem. It's my name. You know, I find that still a, a lot of people call me Lisa. Wrong! <laughs> My name is Liza. Liza. Has a Z in it. Well, for instance, somebody will come up to me on the street and say, Hello, Lisa, how are you? Say, fine, thank you, but it's Liza. Or somebody will say, Lisa, what a nice hat you have on. 
I'll say, thank you very much, but my name is Liza, and that's my hair. So you can see what I mean. Anyway, I've been trying to figure out a final solution to this whole thing, and I think I've come up with the answer. Jack? It's Liza with a Z, not Lisa with an S, cause Lisa with an S goes snuds. It's Z instead of S, Lie instead of Lee. It's simple as can be, see Liza. I do it again. It's Liza with a Z, not Lisa with an S, cause Lisa with an S goes snuds. It's Z instead of S, Lie instead of Lee. It's simple as can be, see Liza. Now, if my name were Ada, I'd be Ada. Even backwards, I'd be Ada. Or if my name were Ruth, then I'd be Ruth. Because with Ruth, what can you do? Or Sally, or Margaret, or Ginger, or Faye. But when you're Eliza, you always have to say, no, it's Liza with a Z, not Lisa with an S. Because Lisa with an S goes snuzz. It's Z instead of S, mine instead of Lee. It's simple as can be, see, Liza. It's Liza with a Z, not Lisa with an S, cause Lisa with an S goes snuds. It's Z instead of S, Lie instead of Lee. It's simple as can be C Liza. Then M I double N, then E double L I. You double up the N, that's not new. Then E double the L, end with an I. That's where you say Minnelli, Liza Minnelli. It's easy, it's easy. See, it's Lizzy. No, Liza. All right, so that was Liza with a Z. The Z. Not Lisa, Not with, an Lisa with an S. Because Lisa with an S goes... Not Z. This is a great way to start it. I mean, I knew that wasn't like the first number, but to kind of like break it's the pretty, ice. But it's early on. It's like yeah. the second or third. It's the third one. Yeah. 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 I mean, it was fun. I liked it. I mean, it's exactly what you... I mean... It yeah, it was 100% what, what TV I expected. Special. And yeah. it's also, it was good to watch because um, most of the Liza stuff I know, other than like Cabaret, uh, is essentially parodies of this. Mm. Like every time yeah. someone does something kind of parodying Liza, they're doing this, this <laughs> stuff. Yes. And so it's good. I thought it was really cool to see like what it came from. Well, and I've never been a huge fan of Liza. She's such a particular performance personality. <laughs> yes, um, for sure. Like she she is like she's like a raw pulsing nerve of need to be loved. Yeah, yeah. Like she's so awkward and huge. But the first time I watched this performance, I got it. It's mm. like, oh that's why people love you. Right. You're amazing. Like, she delivers the goods spectacularly. Yeah. One of the other things that's really fascinating and that I always forget about her is how mousy she can be. Um, between numbers, when she's talking, she's she has a little higher voice and a little softer. Yeah. But then she's singing and she's just like, bah! you know, she's just <laughs> belting out. And you're like, where did that voice come from? <laughs> well, and her postures, even her physical postures, like she doesn't stand up. She's right. always she kind of a little, hunched, little yeah. hunched. She's a little, even her physicality is a little self-deprecating. And when that voice comes out, it's almost apologetic. Like, sorry, I can't really control it. <laughs> right. This is what happens. <laughs> this is going to happen and you're all here for it. <laughs> this is just what happens when I open my mouth. <laughs> sorry. Uh, I can relate. Comedy tonight. <laughs>
Yeah, it sounds nothing like you. <laughs> I no, I, I felt kind of the same way. I, I'm not very familiar with her like larger you know, body of work, and so all of what I know clearly was just kind of riffing on this. Yeah. So it was kind of fun to see like where that's all come from, and that's probably that's easily the most I've ever seen of her, and like other than cabaret. In any like single performance, so. well, and it's a it's a full hour of nothing but yeah yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, a lot said, of Liza. You said a, a face full of Liza, and there's a lot of just like <laughs> just her face. <laughs> <laughs> well, and he, I mean, he did what he set out to do. Uh, he took the the format of a of a TV concert, a TV special, which that had been a thing running all through the '60s, mm-hmm. and he yeah. had in fact regularly choreographed numbers for various specials. Um, uh, famously, the Cool Hand Luke and the Tijuana, and the, uh, what it's not Tijuana Brass, but he, for the Bob Hope, spe- for a Bob Hope special, mm-hmm. he choreographed two numbers for Gwen that are two oh. of two of his most amazing. Um, and you'll get to see those when we watch Fosse, which is, um, which is the last one that we'll do. Uh, so, so he took that format, which had traditionally been very presentational, right? Very much just from the front, like, let me show you right. maybe some side angles, mm-hmm. but for the most part, very polished. And he added this almost documentary like style to it that, of course, we're familiar with now, but that hadn't been done before. Right. Yeah. The shots from the wings, the shots of her backstage. That was very innovative and raw. Yeah, there's a ton of like quick cutting in there too, like to the point where it almost makes you dizzy at times. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, whoa! I I thought I knew what was going on on stage, but now I'm completely disoriented. <laughs> I, I actually got a little frustrated during "I Got Ya" because again, that number is in Fosse, which is a stage review of Fosse's work Mm -hmm. that was on Broadway Mm -hmm. and they filmed the Broadway show and they filmed it very traditionally just pretty much from the front because you want to see the choreography and so watching the actual original performance of it where Fosse is trying he doesn't care about showing you all the choreography he's trying to give you a specific experience yeah, right. so I find myself actually frustrated watching Fosse's <laughs> editing because I'm like I can't see your choreography <laughs> Mr. Fosse I'm very mad at you it's also really funny because of all the things we know about Fosse we know that if a director had done that to him he would have lost his shit <laughs> you, know? you know what I mean you've been like I choreographed all this shit and you couldn't even put it on the fucking camera yeah you're <laughs> not wrong yeah. you are not wrong oh yeah um where do we start? I mean, I guess we just start from the beginning. Yeah. Like we said, there's no story, so we can just jump. Right in. First song is... It's right there on the list, guys. Yes. I think that's a, I think it's a charming, <laughs> charming song. It really is. It, it, the, the song... Uh, the music was, for the most part, written by Kander and Ebb. Okay. Who, of course, wrote the music for both Cabaret and Chicago, and they loved Liza... And had been writing music uh, for her for years for her um, concerts and cabarets. So they would write exclusively for her. Not to say that she was the only one they would write for, but they would write songs that were meant to be just for her. And 
she does them very well. And I think this song is charming. The name of the song is just Yes, and it's the theme of the song is Say Yes. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. whatever. Yes. It, yeah. Don't ask why. Ask why not. Just say yes. And she performs it so honestly. Yeah. I feel like... I. And I think that carry, that tone carries through kind of the whole performance, but I think it's a great way to start. I don't know. I mean, having known nothing about it, you know, I'm curious, like what what the people who were given tickets knew about it going in, other than that it was her. Well, um, it was invite only. They knew it was the only performance that was going to happen. Mm. I have, and they knew that it would be filmed. There would be cameras around because there were. There were two handhelds that were moving mm-hmm. around through the right. crowd and, and on the stage as well. So they would have been visible. So I have to think. I mean, she was a she was an accomplished, um, you know, she'd been on stage. She'd won a Tony. She did a lot of concerts and cabarets. So, I mean, they had to know what they were have in some for. Sense of it, yeah. But at the same time, Cabaret had just been released. Mm-hmm. So right. now... She's won a Tony, sure, and everybody knows her as Judy Garland's daughter and the daughter of Vincent Minnelli, but now movie star Liza Minnelli? Eh? And that, that uh, made-for-television blouse that she's wearing? I was going to say, that, that was what I was... I was waiting for us to get to a point to go back to... Because when she comes uh, out, yeah. She first comes out, and she's wearing this all-white suit. It's very pimp-tastic. Oh, she has this huge white boa. Yeah. Uh, And a a big, huge-brimmed fedora. mm -hmm. Like, I'm using using pimp very specifically of it's evoking that very definite look of the early 70s. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, And then there's a... She has on just... But it's like a, a, you know, a pantsuit. uh Uh-huh. And with the jacket buttoned up. And then she takes the hat off and the boa off. And then undoes the coat. And for a second, you're like, she's not wearing anything. Is she wearing anything (laughs) underneath this jacket? Um, And she has on this shirt that basically comes to right between her boobs and then just goes straight down until it hits her belt. And it never actually meets. It never connects back again. It never closes. It stops at the belt. So there is her belt and then a whole swath of skin straight up. (laughs) And from the side... Because, of course, there's a lot of three-quarter shots or quarter shots from the side. You get some lovely underboob. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, the TV censors were not happy about it. And Bob Fosse's like, mm, don't Deal, care. Yeah. Deal with it. I've, mm. Well, and one of the things that I read was that they kept the footage from the sponsors of the show because they were worried about the sponsors seeing her short skirts. <laughs> and I was like... But also that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also the, the fact that she is not wearing a bra this entire time. <laughs> the gotcha dress doesn't actually cover her ass. Oh, no. no. Oh, <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> She's like, hi, thank Or you're... any of the dancers. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. Which one is gotcha? That's the red dress. Yeah. Okay. I was thinking the next one, the where she's in the like velvet oh. suit. Oh, Bye Bye Blackbird. And then all the female dancers are in the dresses that don't cover their ass either. Right. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> and they do a lot of bending over. <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, so true. Anyway, it's, the costumes are great. There. So, yeah, she's in this white suit, and she does, like, the first three numbers in that, mm-hmm. and it's just in your face, pay attention to me. Well, it's that whole first number. She comes out, loses the hat and the boa, pops open the jacket, and then it's just her and, uh, like, a single spotlight and just a black stage. 
right? Mm-hmm. And it's a, is it the end of that number or oh. I can't remember exactly where it is. When the stage opens up? Yeah. Uh, no, it's during, I think it's during. I think it's during the second. God bless the child. She's over at the piano. Oh, you're right. It's not that. It might be at the end of God bless the child. But yeah, there's a curtain effect that he uses several times, mm-hmm. mostly just in that first. It's kind of broken into three chunks um, with two very obvious commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's one, two, three, which Slash is <laughs> so the first third is yes. Then God bless the child, which she sings sitting down on a stool, resting on the piano, mm-hmm. just performs the song very well. And then the original song, it's uh, Liza with a Z, and, which is written for by, of course, Candor and Ev. But this curtain effect, it's all black behind her. And then what they're doing is they're quickly opening curtains from the center going out, but also a curtain from the floor going up mm-hmm. to where it's basically this rectangle that just grows quickly. Yeah. And then they also use it later at the end of... Is it Liza with this even? She walks away. No, it's pretty quick that they do it again. No, they... it was it was a good time. Is the fourth song, yeah. and that's the end of that first segment. It was a good time, and that's such an emotional moment. She just turns and walks up stage, and, and, it, the, closes. and yeah. it closes on her. It mm-hmm. looks like a door closing. It's such a cool effect because behind it is a, a psych that's got it's very red dominant, but it's got like bubbles of light mm-hmm. on it. Different colored, multi well, it's such a, bubbles. It's, I mean, it's a cool effect no matter what, but it's just with the first couple of songs, and it's just her, and they're, they're, you know, the performance is about her. You're just not expecting it. It's like you expect it to go dark, and then like, oh, new scene, like reset the stage or whatever. But instead, it's just this blast of color. It's just yeah, really neat. yeah. Though yeah, the first four songs are just her, no backup dancers, no backup singers. Mm. Yes. <sighs> um. So Liza with a Z, which we quoted at the beginning. Which is great. It's super charming. And then it goes in very pattery quick at the end. Yeah. Yes. And well, and it starts off with the best, like, really, I mean, kind of, I guess there's jokes within this, within some of the songs, but like the joke about people kind of like when she's talking, she's introducing the song and she's saying that like, you know, I have this specific problem and it's, you know. People always come to me and they say, Lisa, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, and, and they'll see me on the street and they'll say, Lisa, I really like your hat. And she goes, thank you, but it's Liza and that's my hair. <laughs> <laughs> and it's delightful. It's so good. And like you said, awkward. Yeah, her delivery like the is The way great. that she delivers it is really, just really, really funny. Um, and then she, she goes into that song and the song is just, it's super charming and it's... Uh, the first sort of the first faster number that yeah, we get, it's very upbeat. and so you get a lot of that like manic energy that she's so good at that you're just kind of like, oh, that's really charming. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> and then follows it up with "It was a good time," which is her doing her more dramatic stuff she does so well, but also very fossy in terms of what he loves, which is to take what is seemingly a happy song and really point out to you that really it's shitty. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So the song is um, talking about, it was such a good time. I loved being with you. Life was great. I never wanted it to end. And then this sort of middle section of children's nursery rhymes that make it very clear it's about a father who left and a child that's abandoned and a single mother and 
And then, so when it goes back to the chorus again. And her delivery on these is. It's hard. Really good. Because you just watch kind of her get more and more just like broken as she goes. Like, it's it's a full play happening in one song Mm -hmm. by the end. Yeah, it's five minutes. She's destroyed. And when she turns and walks upstage, you're like, yeah, I don't need to see any more of your face. Because, like, I need a moment. (laughs) To recover from that. And that's what this sh- the whole special did great is, hi, uh, we'd like to show you that Liza Minnelli can sing and dance and act. There's my resume. <laughs> yeah. I will take the awards now. <laughs> and then what's after that? Gotcha. Yes. That's the, that's the costume change. Because she comes out for the whole next segment in Did, the Okay. Red. Because yes. before before you see her in her costume, okay, so it opens <laughs> on. There's like this uh, sort of bass riff playing, and they cut. They first show the two guys, so they have the colored background, and there's two guys um, playing bass on like on a catwalk, kind on of a thing. Ca- scaffolding. 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 That's yeah, what I was looking yeah. for. Uh, yeah, scaffolding, and but they aren't lit. They're just shadows playing on it, and that's what I was like. This has Vinny's attention oh, yeah. now. <laughs> and then it gets better. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, yeah, this got Vinny's attention on it. And then, like, when next, like, it cuts a immediately. Half second after I said that, it cuts to the two guys in their suits. In, like, Zorro pimp suits. <laughs> they really are. They have these tight black pants that are in tucked into knee-high shiny, shiny black boots. Shiny black boots, boots yeah. Um, velvet... There's a lot of velvet in this. With like big white 70s collars Mm -hmm. and big white 70s cuffs. Flowy cuffs. Yeah. Yeah. And these. Those should come back. Huge floppy brim hats with one side pinned up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they've got sunglasses on and cigarettes that they are (laughs) like puffing on on very specific beats. And they come out of. From the, the whatever stage that like uh, stage left technically, just thrusting their way out onto stage. Yeah, they, they step out. And there's a whole lot of hip thrusts. There's a lot of thrusting. <laughs> a lot of little hip bumps and little butt bumps and and nods with those giant hats on. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I love the style of it, and the song is very groovy. Like oh, that's yeah. just the best word for it. It's it's very. 60s more than it's 70s. Yeah. Like, it's like late 60s, like sort 60s. of like... Yeah. yeah, it's it's fucking wonderful. And the shit that he's got those boys doing. Oh, they're all... Yeah, they're all over the place. Like, they're, they're literally just on either side of her, and they're doing movement that echoes her or compliments her, and then at one point they're just down in front of her doing the weirdest little ducky chug walk thing yeah. while nodding their heads with those big <laughs> hats on. It's the best. I fucking love that number. Well, and the surprise of her coming out, too, because, like, you know, she just kind of appears. You just saw her in the white, you know, in the white suit, and all of a sudden she appears between them in, I guess... It's a dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a sleeveless t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Honestly. It's sparkly, though. It is very sparkly with mm-hmm. red oh, tights. Oh, I mean, and it looks delightful on her, but it's just, you know, she just kind of appears out of nowhere and it's just... And there's a lot of it. hip movements yeah. and shoulders and sort of 
chest pops and weird little hand things. But it goes from these really small movements into arms flailing, like <laughs> yeah. huge movements, and then back into these real small movements. And it does that a whole bunch. And it's... Well, and there's that one where... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that got... move rules. <laughs> They're like stiff-legged, feet wide apart. Yeah. And bent over at the waist, like about 45 degrees, and then their arms shoved out from their shoulders, totally straight with their hands flexed up, and they're popping a knee and sort of shrugging one shoulder at the same time and then alternating. And it's the most herky-jerky thing. But it looks great. It does. It's the weirdest shit. Like, what was... Well, we know he was on drugs. Okay, yeah, I would love I to say, know amphetamines. The, the specific mixture yeah. and how long he just stood in front of a mirror. like to, And like, my body feels like doing this thing because I'm on so many drugs. Oh, that looks cool. We'll keep it. Yeah, let's try it. Like, why not? Run with it. Ah, so great. After, what's after I gotcha? Uh, Son of a Preacher Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is good. This is where we're starting to get all of the dancers in. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a great big, all 12, I misspoke at the beginning, it's 12 dancers, six women, six men. Uh, all 12 dancers are in. And gotcha's is just the three of them, right? Yeah, just two yes. dudes and her. Um, his two favorite dudes. And the one with the For curly hair, <laughs> the one with the curly hair and the mustache, who was on screen right, I feel like he may have been in the original cast of a chorus line, but I need to double check that. <laughs> um, but he, he's definitely one that you can see pop up regularly. Fosse definitely had people that he just liked to work with, as any sure. as anybody does. Um, so yeah, Son of a Preacher Man is all 12 of the dancers. All of them are in these tight black pants, tight black vests, but then like white peasant shirts mm-hmm. with, so these big flowy yeah. sleeves with big flowy cuffs. And it's doing all of those fossy arm movements where the arm reaches out mm-hmm. and then comes back, which you kind of saw a little bit in Rich Man's Frug. Um, right. So there's a whole lot of like reaching out and coming back and then both arms go out and both arms come back. One arm reaches up. So it's almost getting to smotchiness, like where they, they all get together and they gather around her and they're, because they're in black, but with these white arms, he's very clearly just like using the arms as some sort of weird amoeba appendage <laughs> to make weird framing pictures around her. And there's a whole lot of hip thrusting in that one too. He is not subtle about what was happening with the preacher's son. Yeah. (laughs) Billy Ray was a preacher's son. When his daddy would visit, he'd come along. And literally on the word come, she does a little hip thrust. Subtle. Which number? Is it this number? I was was trying to look through these because I can't remember which one. There's one where she literally turns to one of the other dancers and they basically just go like and grind on each other for like that long. Well, that's money, money, where they go ping. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I was trying to remember which one it was. because Yeah, because there's a sound effect for it. You just kind of go like, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so that's later. We'll get to that. Yeah, but they, they sort of touch, just touch just genitals. Like, yep, Ding. yep. <laughs> Bink. But yeah, like she's like, toasting each other. she's sort of <laughs> leaning back. She's like, when his, when his daddy would visit, he'd come along. And on come, she just goes, eh, with her yeah. lips. And I'm like, Fosse, subtle, nice. But there's a great moment where the dudes pick her up. Mm. And so she's up above, and then all of the ladies are in front, kind of across. 
So it it's this interesting framing, and the ladies all have their arms out mm-hmm. in parallel, and she's up above, like, doing shit with her arms. I'm like, oh, that looks so good. Yeah. There's a lot of really lovely, and some, of course, this is also a lot more of that bigger Fosse choreography, like mm-hmm. the small stuff, but then, like, the kind of 60s, like, doing the jerk and stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah, swinging yeah, the uh, arms the, around. Specifically, the, like, that set of numbers, I got... It was like all from uh, Gotcha. Mm-hmm. It's all very sixties, but it's yeah. great down to the dress that Liza's yeah. wearing. Oh, it. Yeah, it's very sixties. Yeah. What's after um, "Son of a Preacher Man"? Uh, Ring them bells. <laughs> uh, this one fucking rules. Uh, this is the one about the like the true story, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, this was so good. Ah, yeah. Um, so she starts out by saying, you know, this is a story that happened that, like, I heard or something. It's like, it happened to me, it's absolutely true. Or it's, a, it's a story I heard that's terrific. It's yeah, a truly it's, terrific story, and but I told it's terrifically it, true. Yeah. Yes, and I told it to some songwriter friends, and they made it into a song. <laughs> An absolutely it's, true song. Right? Yeah, and so it's this woman who is, <gasps> gasp, 32, about to be 32, yes. and still lives with her parents. And her parents are like, you need to go find a man. And so she goes and borrows a thousand dollars and travels Europe. And she goes to all these places and can't find a man. And then she goes to somewhere in Eastern Dubrovnik. Yeah. In Yugoslavia, which is, of course, not a place that exists anymore. Yeah. And so she goes there and meets this man who turns out to be from New York. His and name he is turns out to be Shell Sapper, Norm Sapperstein. Yeah, yeah. something Sapperstein. Uh, turns I've out- got a Swell Junior 3 and number 5 Riverside. <laughs> number 5 Riverside, I live there. It's a great bit. Yeah, and then it turns out he lived right next door to her the whole time. Yeah, like, was it next, next door or across the hall or whatever it was? But yeah, like, yeah. She was E, he was F. Yeah. I may have gotten those switched. And go ring them bells. Ring them bells. And, and so everybody is wearing. Uh, all the dancers have bells on their ankles, yeah. on their wrists, around their waist, on their butts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of, like, butt shaking just to, like, make ding. the bells. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and they're taking odd positions and sticking one foot out with the foot flexed in some mm-hmm. weird position and then just shaking it. Uh, or they're bent over and people are sitting on them and then they shake their butts. And, yeah, there's a lot of bizarre Fosse contortions mm-hmm. and then fun goofiness of I'm just going to ring this bell right in your face. And, of course, she's just charming as fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she has on these, like, cat eye glasses yeah. um, that are actually, like, really adorable on her. <laughs> and, like, putting on um, accents at various points and, like, playing, you know. While they, while they hide her giant fake eyelashes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my oh, God, man. her eyelashes. There is this one shot from, several shots from the side, but one, the first time <laughs> I noticed like a good inch and a half. <laughs> oh, no, they've two. I'd, yeah. I'd call them two. And they're that... <laughs> Very Liza thing where they're cut into little points, so they're mm-hmm. just because you know it's not like her eyes were big to begin with, right. but um, yeah, it just so much eyelash. I was really surprised that there wasn't like there wasn't someone in the credits specifically for her eyelashes. <laughs> yeah. Well, her makeup was designed by. I did uh, notice that. Yeah. Yes. Um. So, uh, and if, did I mention that Marvin Hamlish was the music coordinator? No. So, yeah, so what you got on this is Bob Fosse, Candor Never writing the music, and they're like, oh, we'll get our friend Marv to help out. You know, Marvin Hamlish, no big deal. Yeah, he was the music coordinator on it. Like, how crazy is that? 
Just throw him in the mix. Just throw it in there. It's no big deal. Um, and then after Ring the Bells is... So after Ring the Bells, we get another costume change. Because we go into... Commercial break. Yeah, we go into Bye Bye Blackbird. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love this one. This one is... I love that song. Okay, you brought up the rich man's frug a minute ago. This, this is yo. almost that exactly. Like it's a condensed version of that. Yeah, he's doing. He's got like four different groups of three mm-hmm. that move in different places that are moving um, often in opposition. Like one group will start it, the next group will finish it. They're all in black with white gloves. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, this is the same year as Pippin, which. <laughs> Starts with Magic To Do, where they're all in black with white gloves. He was very much in a white glove phase. And, of course, he loves his percussive snaps and pops and everything. And somehow they snap loud through those gloves. We'll get to that in a minute. (laughs) I know some things there. Um, So they're snapping and... And um, patting their legs Mm -hmm. and tapping their chest. not everything I see on TV is real. And they're all in these black... That's really tight, but with these really tight coats that look so good on everybody. Mm. They really did. And it's a whole lot of like knees and hips with hands very in controlled and elbows kind of tucked in and hands out at weird places snapping. And then Liza comes out in a little Lord Fauntleroy outfit. (laughs) That outfit kind of rules. I know. (laughs) But it's all black with just this white cravat. And it's all velvet. And Except everybody's wearing a bowl. Velvet, it's velvet from neck to knee. And then at knee, it's just giant boots again. Yeah. And everybody's wearing a little bowler, which oh, they do right. a lot of tipping yes. of bowlers yep. and tapping of bowlers because he Because of Fosse. Because Fosse. <laughs> I love that number and so that much. Really and I love good. the arrangement of the song mm-hmm. because it's Bye Bye Blackbird, but it's a very specific arrangement of mm-hmm. it. Oh, it's so good. And the movement of it. And then it gets bigger. Um... And there's a lot more movement. There's a lot of Fosse Amoeba stuff going oh, on. Yeah. Very yeah. much so, yeah. <laughs> Through all of it. Just in. arms going everywhere. Well, and he's doing that thing that um, is, you'll hear a lot in Pippin 2 where he takes uh, a song and he's adding these little riffs of that are almost vaudevillian in their tone of like doo-doo or hacha or yeah. ta-da. And then so in this one it's doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> Which I fucking love. I don't know why. It's just bye. Blackbird. Like people singing and dancing along and they can't help but sort of join in. That's the vibe of it. And I right. Like, oh, I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's catchy as hell. Oh, I love it so much. Mm. Um, the now, next one. Oh, before we, I, yep. just, I have a question for you guys. As someone who's colorblind, <laughs> hers and their outfits in that number look different to me in the sense that like they're the shades are different hers i think might be a really dark blue because at okay. least That's her tights kind of what i was her tights were definitely blue too. yeah um I, cu- I couldn't quite distinguish them other it than looks like, like, I, I love that it looks like a really 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 you saw it clearer yeah like deep deep navy or something like yeah. that like but and they didn't look like well, different colors it's like just like hers stood black. out like stood out much more and obviously i mean as it should but I was well, I think, I think the velvet is so yeah. so thick on hers, so rich, that that's part of also you're, you're seeing the value yeah. change on that. Because it's like, it looks so good on her, but all I can think is, damn, you must be so warm. Oh, yeah. Oh, she's oh. already sweaty. But like somebody before, in the, Long before that. Like 
after like the fourth fourth or fifth number, someone in the crowd like hands her <laughs> a rag to like wipe her or a handkerchief to like wipe her face with, um, and she's she's gone from her hair helmet. We I talked about this after we, the movie was over. Her like helmet of hair just slowly gets more and more like hair um, <laughs> well, because when it she's starts, just getting it's blow dried and fluffy and quaffed, right? So it's mm-hmm. got that. That fluff that also makes it look much more solid. And yes. as she's getting sweatier, it's deflating <laughs> and getting spikier and featherier. And it's looking kind of more like her, like what I think of as her actually, mm-hmm. more than just that like shell of hair that she was had before. It's um, not my hat, it's my hair. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Yeah, so she's just sweating her ass off already. And then they're like, hmm, let's put you in a suit of velvet. <laughs> From neck to knee. <laughs> yes, sign me up. Um, so we go from Bye Bye Blackbird to um, her love song. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of delightful. You've let yourself go. You've let go. yourself go. <laughs> and that's another one where it's, really, it's great how she introduces it. Because mm-hmm. you don't really know quite what to expect. Yeah, yeah. So she says, um, "There's three types of love songs. Um, they are: guy gets the girl, guy loses the girl, guy meets the girl, guy loses the girl, guy gets the girl." Or that's what it is. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "So I finally found one that was something different, and it's sung from the perspective of like a housewife <laughs> that is." Not super thrilled. But <laughs> they, like, they've been together a long time. Yeah. And he's so, let himself go. Yeah. It's it's a fun song. It's just, it's charming and sweet and melancholy, but still loving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I like about it is that it's not like, oh, you've let yourself go and you're a piece of shit and I hate you. It's kind of like, you've let yourself go, but like, cool. <laughs> I still love like, you and I, I wish you'd come over here and snuggle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the part the part that I'm sad about isn't so much what you look like, it's that... You're sitting over there with your beer watching the fight, and I'd kind of like you to come give me a kiss. Right. Come smooch. <laughs> Smooches. Smoochy poos. Um, what's after that one? Uh, the next one. <laughs> so the oh, next Mike, one. Mike was a little nervous. I got one. a little nervous <laughs> because yes. we're watching it with the subtitles on, as, as we often do. Um, and it just says. Uh, so, like, whenever the, this is something unique with these subtitles that we talked about um, was as each song starts playing, it will give you the name of the song. So it'll say like, uh, say Liza, Liza with a Z starts playing or something. Um, and so, you know, a couple seconds before the song, before she starts singing what song they're doing. And this one, the music starts playing and it says, say Mammy starts playing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Fuck. Uh, this is a blackface number. Um, this is, I mean, Al Jolson made this song pop. This is one that I actually recognized immediately when she started singing. I was like, oh, fuck. But she sings it very straight. Yeah. Um, and doesn't do any sort of offensive voices or accents or... Postures po- or gestures. Yeah. It's she's just seamless with everything else that she's been doing. Yeah. And um, in the Fosse biography, they describe the show. And there's some really interesting moments that they note. Um, and in that, they call out that 
way back with um, It Was the Best of Times, he gives her a gesture where she kind of does like the jazz hands, but they're tucked in close at the waist with the hands mm-hmm. sort of broken as she's like, that eh, was the best of times. But she's not really committing to it. It's like, and it, it's this sort of false... I was putting on a show, and when she does Mammy, it comes back around full circle, and now she's fully committing to it. And, of course, by doing Mammy... My Mammy, not say Mammy. My yeah. Mammy. Sorry. Um, uh, she's committing. She's fully committing to it. And by having her do Mammy, that was... A, he was a consummate song stylist, and that was his song that he would bring the house down. So for her to do that is for her to go... I'm going to step on that right there and say, I can do it just as well. <laughs> and that was the whole purpose of it. And, of course, she nails it, and she oh, does yeah. it great. So, Yeah, it's really good. Um, I love the ending where she's down kind of on her knees doing the big number that, again, could have been horrible if not. <laughs> they thread a fucking needle on this. Um <laughs> And she does it. Oh, she's so good in this number. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah. What's after that? Um, uh, the medley. Oh yeah, then we go into the cabaret medley. Yeah. I had to look up the dates because I was a little curious. Of course, cabaret had already been on Broadway and won a Tony several years before. Mm-hmm. People would be familiar with the story, the songs, the iconography. Sure. But I was like, hmm, but. When would they have seen her in Cabaret? Right. So the timings on this is. And let's consider the insanity that is Fosse. I mean, yeah. Barry, when I give this, you these dates. We, this Lies Over the Z we just watched, it started with the, one of the title cards. It said it was May 31st, 1972. It was filmed May 31st. Right. Uh, Cabaret, the film, was released February 13th. Okay. So... February 13th, he did, that was released. Three months later, we get Lies with a Z filmed. Right. Um, it is aired September 10th, and Pippin opens on Broadway October 23rd. Oh, Jesus. You took too many drugs, Mr. Fossey. That <laughs> yeah. is, this is proof there were too many amphetamines that were allowed for you. You took you, you took somebody else's. Yes, yeah, you left none for anyone else. <laughs> you did not share your, your amphetamines. Holy shit. That's wild. Yeah, so people would have seen her in Cabaret. And Three so months, yeah. when she, when oh, I guess she did six it, months between it. Yeah. But even, even on stage, it would have been a couple months yeah. out already. So yeah. So, like... It's one of the, like, those types of things when they hit, like, big cultural things like that, like, you can capitalize on them within a month or two, like, everybody. It's like, the fucking new Avengers comes out and the memes are going to start happening, like, the day after it comes out, you know? The memes are already happening. (laughs) I was going to say, they've been happening since... I mean, the ones are relevant to the stuff that happens in the movie, not the speculation. Yes, okay. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, so then she does, uh, she starts with Bill Coleman... She goes into what is it? It's married. Vil- she oh, does right. married, which is really sweet that she that does was, that because yeah. that's that's not a song that's in the movie, um, and it's not one that her character would sing. It's from the play, so I love that they included that because it's a, a sweet little song. 
Then she does married. Then money, 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 and then of course cabaret. I love, uh, I love how quick maybe, money, money uh, is. Yeah, maybe this time is between money, oh, yeah. money and cabaret. Oh yeah, and then she fact. does all of maybe this time because that's her big song. Yeah, along with cabaret, of course, is very much tied to her. So the only one that's really a dance number in that is money, money. Yep. Yeah, and that's where they bump uglies <laughs> literally. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> they toast their genitals. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much fun. I love the money choreography mm-hmm. yeah. very oh, much. Yeah. Um, there and it's so Fosse's worldview with all the raspberry blowing and yeah. Ah, oh, good times, good times. And then she takes like three billion bows. She does. Yeah. They're like still laughing and then. Calls. I did. I, okay, so the one of the most charming moments of the thing for me was when she brings all the dancers out and she kind of like steps away from them and turns back and like claps for them and then gets back in with them and does the bow. Yeah, I thought that was really sweet. Yeah, that's good stuff. And of course, on the DVD, uh, they did perform and film my yeah. hair. <laughs> Mine hair was performed on stage, but it was cut. Uh, the. The, Quote unquote. Because of time constraints, <laughs> but Mike's like, there is no way this that the broadcast television wanted that on screen. So it it um on the on the DVD there's a title card for it that says like you know because of broadcast constraints in 1972 blah 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 and I was like okay and then the first thing you see is like people in their underwear on chairs and I was like got it. <laughs> it's straight up. From the movie, Cabaret. Yeah. It's the choreography. It's even a lot of the same camera angles. Yeah. So, yeah. People would have just seen that on a film. But as we know, Can't stage is different from film and film is different from TV. And they right. get more conservative the more... For sure. You start with stage. You Lord knows what you can do on stage. But it's hair and old Calcutta at this point. <laughs> yeah. Um, literally... That's what's going on on Broadway is let's get naked and do drugs on stage and invite people for a be-in at the end. And then we go to film. For a what now? Be-in. What the fuck is that? It's like a love-in, only we're just going to sit and be together, man. Oh. They literally <laughs> did that at the end of performances. I don't know, I don't know why I needed to know that. I <laughs> should have just let that go. Because thought, they did it at the end like, of I was like, oh, people are going to like bang at the end of the thing. Like be-in was an at, like a acronym or something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you thought. You're I don't know what it was. It just it went by so fast that I was like, what is that? Anyway. And then film gets a little bit more conservative. No, let's not. And then, of course, TV. No, you can't do that. What's with her blouse? There's side boob happening. Yeah. Nice little under boob going on, too. So, there was four weeks of rehearsal for this. Because they had one chance. Um, this says ten dancers, but I swear I saw... I feel like there were more than 10. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, and like I said, it was filmed live. There were eight cameras. Mm -hmm. He had one at the back of the house, two house left, house right. um, Then two from the wings and one right in the front shooting up underneath her. And then two handhelds. And the, the, like three of them had enough 
film stock in them to run the whole concert. No problem. But the others, they had to switch them out very quickly. Oh, wow. <laughs> they had to switch film out because they weren't big enough to carry that much film in them. <laughs> um, and to your question about the sound, yeah. some of it was pre-recorded, and she was lip-syncing. But Fosse didn't want the audience to notice, so... I was really watching for it, and Fosse must have edited it out because the biography says that they worked out a cue for when she would stop singing and start lip syncing, and they'd pipe in the pre recorded music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's when she would touch her ear or touch her chest. Oh. And it was very specifically when she'd go upstage to dance, and when she'd come downstage, she'd sing. So so if she was upstage dancing, there was a lot going on and she's getting too out of breath because that was the concern. It's like, how is she going to do all of this dancing and still sound good? So they cheated and pre-recorded it and she worked real hard on lip syncing. And then they worked out this whole system to where the sound guy was literally like turning on and off (laughs) the music. The pre-record. And it was apparently seamless. Like, Fosse was, like, in heaven. Like, oh, my God, nobody can tell. This is amazing. Yeah, that's cool. Now yeah. I want to go back and rewatch it. And right? See, like, just, like, there was, figure it out. Cause I figured it was just, you know, constraints of 70s film technology. Like, the, the, you know, where the audio was out of sync with them while we were watching. So I wonder, I'm curious if, that, if the parts that I'm thinking of were those Well, moments, I mean, this but... is restored footage, too, so who knows? Yeah, exactly. But right. I was really looking for, like, that's... her touching an earlobe or hitting her chest, and I, I'm like, I'm not yeah, seeing it. Yeah, I'd be curious it. to see. That's, that's crazy. So was it playing the whole time? No. The sound guy was controlling it. There was a live band. It's like, whenever too. she would step into a certain spot, he would turn it on. And she would, she would like, like cue him. Of like her her voice track, I think. Yeah. Like not the whole, not all the music, like just her vocal. Right, 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 right. No, I guess I'm just getting at. I guess they would have it set up at specific times then. Yeah, they they had planned okay. out. Gotcha. They had planned okay. where they were, but they were also. I, I'm I, I misunderstood and was thinking it was like when she gets tired, she's like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> no, they, come on. They had, they had planned out based gotcha. on like okay. she's not singing well during these they, oh, they, yeah, okay. scheduled, scheduled breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, that makes sense. Not someone um, just like waiting. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, and then he just like switches the audio. Like That's what I was saying. Like, oh, it's running and he just turns it on. <laughs> That'd be crazy, right? Yeah, it would um, be fucking nuts. And uh, Fosse, of Ear course, for on, chest for <laughs> um, rehearsed them long days. Long days. I'm sure. And he actually rehearsed them the day of the performance. Jesus wow. Christ. <laughs> to the point where Liza wanted to go home and take a shower before the show, but she didn't have enough time to get back to her apartment and back before the show. So instead, she's like, oh, there's a hotel just across the street. I'll just go over there, rent a room, freshen up there. She goes into the hotel. She's like, oh... This is a hooker hotel. <laughs> oh, well, it's got a shower. Yeah. And so she's upstairs changing, watching out her window as all the people are gathering until it's time for her to go go across and get into her dressing room. But Fosse had a very specific reason for rehearsing them that hard that day because he knew adrenaline would take over. Mm-hmm. And adrenaline always makes you turn it up. Like to 110%. Right, right. And he's like, I need to tire you out to where you still end up at the same place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to get you a little bit worn down to where when the adrenaline kicks in, you end up where I want you to be. <laughs> 
which is true. Like opening night is always, it's really exciting, but it's also a little bit messy because like, (laughs) so crazy. Uh, Yeah. So the Fosse choreography in this, like, let's remember where he came from, right? Like even uh, Pajama Game? Mm-hmm. Steam Heat? Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then into, like, Damn Yankees, Who's Got the Pain, Whatever Lola Wants. Um, and, and Shoeless Joe, though, still huge, really big. And now we are getting, because now we're getting to this. It's so interesting. He's getting smaller. Yeah. He's getting very, very interested in details. Yeah. I mean, we still get a lot of, like we said, we get a lot of the big arm arm flailing moments in a couple of, in a, a couple of numbers here, but we do get a lot of just like gestures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very small movement. I mean, and even like the arms, when, when the arms go big, it's really the only thing that's happening yeah. in that moment. Yeah. So it's like. The rest of it is still small because it's just to focus on that. And he often will use that as a comment, like it's so small, it's so controlled, and then it gets big for a moment, it comes back down. Right. Um, the comments that he's making along the way, he loves to break bodies. Um, in like when uh, at the top of mine hair, and she's standing on the chair, and that pose, and it's a very famous pose, and she's. She's got, she's standing on one foot. She's got the other foot resting on the top of the chair, except it's not toe on. It's sort of flopping to the side. So there's no, it's maybe a little balance helping. She's in heels also. Yeah, it's definitely balancing. And then she's got her hips forward. She's leaning back with her shoulders dropped and her arms hanging down. And then her head turned to the side and she's singing. And it's one of those things of, why did Fosse hate people? (laughs) And then you look at all the other dancers in the weird contortions on their chairs. And then he has them do that plank out. Oh, man, yeah. Where they are flat, but their feet are flexed all the way up. And their heads are also Below, yeah. And turned to front. Like, I don't even know how they breathed. Because <laughs> I don't think your windpipe is in any position to actually let air through like that. Right. Drugs. <sighs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah, that's the one that really stood. I mean, yes, that pose is super awkward. But the, the dancers, when they're like laid back like that, and they're like, just thinking about how much that muscle co- that it takes strain. to just hold all of that together and then just be like, and now I'm going to just hold like this for a minute as yeah. they like kind of constrict up. They contract up and then just hold that. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of... Yeah, they go from completely flat out to almost folded in half. Just like yeah. In an uh, instant. Yeah. I love his... And then they manage to hold that while they're like bicycle kicking yeah. and later in the song. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, that number is crazy. Crazy. And exhausting. We didn't do that choreography. I did that choreography later in the mm-hmm. review. The when I did cabaret in the chorus. And by the way, if you ever get to do cabaret, just take the chorus role because that's where the fun is. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Sally Bowles gets to sing in front of the curtain. Everybody else is backstage making out. I'm just yeah. talking right now. <laughs> that show is sex. That show is everybody's having sex with everybody. 
no matter what cast you're in, they could do it at a Christian college and everybody <laughs> would be having sex with everybody. <laughs> that show is a problem. Also, that particular cast party, I got the highest I've ever been. <laughs> um, my friend who played Cliff, the male lead, mm-hmm. um, in the movie it's Brian, but in the in the show it's Cliff. Uh, he uh, he made some edibles. Mm-hmm. Oh, those will sneak up on you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm fu- oh god. <laughs> yeah. Like mm. so. Anyway, maybe I shouldn't admit that on in a place well, where people can find out. But <laughs> it's going on the internet, so <laughs> it's, it's out there forever. It's out there forever. Also, I drink whiskey. Um, what? <laughs> Scandalous. Yeah, it was one of those where. I don't really remember 20 minutes. You remember, you remember that it happened, but not, not the, what actually happened. Yeah, just there, there came a point where literally the entire world just went slow-mo. And I'm like, what just happened? What have I been doing for the last 20 minutes? And it was right as I was signing somebody, like I was, uh, we were writing each other's programs, oh, little yeah. notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wendy, Wendy, write my program. And I literally, the pin went down and the world stopped. And then like, Half an hour later, it started moving again. It was still very odd. And then the next day, I'm like, what did I write in your program? And she's like, why? I, don't, I put it away. And I never did find out. She's uh, like, I'm going to go look at it now. And I'm like, if you could let me something know. Something profound. It probably was just or like, nonsense. hi. <laughs> just hi. Anyway, so that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Ah. Uh, uh. So one of the other really interesting things about this that I read was this aired, we said, in September of 72 on NBC. NBC re-aired it two more times and then never again. Uh-huh. And they thought it was lost until they found it. Uh, they found out someone, I can't remember who, the guy that re- helped restore it, uh, found out that Liza owned the copyright for it in 1999. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, so it went, and then they restored it. So it was like 30 years before somebody saw it. Like, it was screened again. Like, right. Before and, anyone And they went again. to film festivals. They went to Toronto. Yeah. They went to Toronto and the Hamptons with it. And That's awesome. And it was really, and then show, they, they actually pitched it to Showtime. How about you help us? you know, uh, restore it, then it'll do the festival circuit and then you can sell the DVD and Showtime was like, yeah, that sounds <laughs> yeah, great. Sign me and they're up. like, really? Oh, yay. Great. And so here's this thing that has been spoken of that people know about. It's bananas that like nobody saw this for 30 years. And then yeah. to see it, they restore it and then to see it on the big screen. Yeah. That's great. And Liza was there. Can you imagine? Yeah. Uh, to see it on the big screen and be like, I remember when I did that. That's so cool. <laughs> and I would have lost my mind like, oh, my God. Like, I've heard about this for years. I know that this is what he won his Emmy for. What? Yeah. So good. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's another case of many that we've talked about where it's like, thank God they've, like, this is a thing that we can watch now and, like, how fucked up it is that there's not more oh, of these pieces. Yeah. Of, so many things happen on stage that never get. Yeah, captured. yeah, yeah. That yeah. that we don't, we aren't able to watch. Like, 
sing Gwen Vernon, do, um, I don't know, anything. (laughs) Um, Well, her favorite show she ever did with Fosse was Redhead, and it was apparently amazing. That's the show where when she stepped out, it took three people to replace her. Right, yeah. Because she was such a fucking workhorse. Um, it, It wasn't that her talent was so big nobody else could manage it. It was that she was able to keep going past a point every other people are exhausted. <laughs> past normal human exhaustion <laughs> yeah and she just kept going um she said that was her favorite show to do there's pictures yeah a couple like it's not a show anybody does anymore nobody knows anything about this show i want a time machine please <laughs> right. jesus christ do i want a time machine that would be great wouldn't it uh, yeah i could meet fossey he'd probably try to have sex with me <laughs> He tried to have sex with everybody. He probably would, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about it. Well, I'm... <laughs> I mean, with all the drugs. You know, like, I'm not saying no. <laughs> You'd want to double bag that. Uh, oh, yeah, at, at a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, son. Like, there had to have been a lot of trips to the clinic there, right? <laughs> He just had, like, penicillin on reserve. <laughs> <laughs> he'd take the amphetamines. He'd take the penicillin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, Liza with a, with a Z. Z. And um, that'll make you fall in love with Miss Liza Minnelli, for God's sake. It definitely will. Lisa Minnelli. <laughs> Lisa Minnelli. Blame Papa. Who was in the house, by the way, of course. Her father was there. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, there is one shot. If you're if you're paying attention and you're really looking, there's a shot of the crowd and Gwen is there. By this point... And it's like, by the time you register what's happening, she's off screen. Yeah. yeah. By this point, Gwen and Bob were separated. They mm-hmm. were no longer living together. They would never divorce. They never divorced. But uh, it was during the filming of Cabaret that they... She finally had enough. And then after they got done with principal photography on Cabaret, they tried to reconcile, and it, they were just like, yeah, that's... But um, but also, like, Gwen still fucking adored him. Oh, like, yeah. So she's like, I cannot be... This can't happen, but, like, he's still amazing. And, like, you know, which is, I think is kind of fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, well, they were... She's like, he's garbage, but also I love him still. <laughs> um, he's, they were best... They brought out the best in each other. They yeah. were best friends. There's a story in the biography of... Uh, Somebody, might have been a dancer, it might have been uh, an usher. Everybody else, after Liza with the Z, everybody else is gone. The whole theater's empty, and they're walking out, and they see Bob sitting in the back of the theater with someone. They walk up, and they're like, oh, Mr. Fossey. And he said, oh, I don't know if you know, this is Miss Gwen Verdon. And, of course, at the end of everything, when everybody else is gone, of course, he and Gwen sit down and just talk about the show. Yeah, right. Because, of course, they do. right. And, of course, she's going to be like, I love your choice here, and, like, blah, blah, blah. That moment, even even reading it in the biography, I can see it so clearly, and it's so, it's so very much them. All right. Uh, favorite numbers. Oh, uh, shit. <laughs> All of them? Uh, <laughs> for me, oh, god damn it. I was going to say, like, the top <laughs> ones are, I was going to name, like, three, and then I was like, oh, yeah, but then there's also, got, I gotcha. Um, y'all go. I'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, Vinny, you look at the list. Um, 
I mean, I think just for the out the the costumes and the bass playing, I, I have to say you got to go. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah, it's got bass. Yeah. Vinny's happy. Yeah, that's a real Vinny number. But, like as soon as I came on screen, I was like, Vinny, we need to get the suit. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, do. you fucking <laughs> do. Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's you it's know how tough. hot that would be in oh Texas. God, I know. <laughs> oh God. You um, could just like walk outside and die. Yeah. Maybe like a one night only kind of thing. Like we're going somewhere <laughs> indoors air in conditioned. February. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I love that one. Uh, Liza with a Z is really good and charming. <sighs> it's tough. I mean, they're, they're all. But Ring Them Bells so is really adorable. Ring Them Bells is very adorable. I think it's Ring Them Bells. That one's, yeah, that one's just the one that's, I was like, this is really cute and I like this. And there's yeah. a whole bunch of just silliness happening. And there's a part where it's like the two dancers playing her parents and like, they're behind the newspaper, and I didn't even realize that they were sitting on top of another like dancer <laughs> for a while. Oh, it's so great! It's really charming. Um, I would go with Black, Bye Bye Blackbird. That was yeah. Those are the top three ones. I think I would have picked. There's this that move they do a lot in the number where they're all they're really doing is step touching, like step and touch the toe and then step back and touch the toe. But while they're doing it, their knees, their feet are out, their knees are a little bit bent and to the out and their hips are making this slow circle while mm-hmm. they're doing it. And yeah. I, I just love that move so much. And like they're kind of bent over one hands at the waist and the other's on the hat it's so elegant and, but not elegant too. Yeah. It's it's Fosse. It's that's what Fosse is. He's both. It's elegant and it's attractive and a also little, a little gross. A yeah. Little, yeah, a little off putting at the same time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, excellent. I'm glad you enjoyed Liza with a Z. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, but you have to watch this before we can watch Pippin. Because Pippin is where he takes it to the next level. Okay. And all of this is in the same year as he's yeah. <laughs> doing Liza with a Z and Pippin to prepare for a comeback because Cabaret's going to bomb. <laughs> yeah. He's convinced. So I've got right. my comeback all set up. Right. And instead, Jesus, fuck. So this was May or filmed in May. And then you said Pippin was October. October Opened okay. in October. So yeah. he was. So, I mean, he was. Jeez, yeah. He was in rehearsals for Pippin while editing Liza with a Z. Right. All right, so listeners, that was Liza with a Z as part of our Fosse Apocalypse. Fosse, Fosse, Fosse. Kaboom. And, um. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. There you go. Oons, 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 oons. I'm so proud of that stupid clip uh, I made. Yeah. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe. <laughs> Got a live remix. Yeah. Um, you didn't provide the, the bass, though, Vinny. I'm very oh, right now, for than you. Um, of course, uh, feel free to chat at us, Facebook and Twitter. And... Uh, and find us wherever you find your podcasts. Mm-hmm. I have been Wendy, joined as always by these guys. This guy is Vinny. And this guy is Mike. And we will talk to you next week. Gotcha. We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education. Love you.
Uh, oh, and simply because I want to make sure to bring it up, by this point, he and Patty Chayefsky were totes B-dub-dubs. They were best friends forever. Really? Yeah. Um, he adored Patty Chayefsky, and Patty Chayefsky adored him. Fosse wanted to be a writer so badly, and he wasn't actually a very good one. Um, <laughs> but Patty... The reason he loved Patty is that Patty would be no bullshit with him and just be like, that's not very good. You need to fix that. Here's what's wrong with it. And so, um, yeah. So, and I only bring that up because I'm betting when we finally get to see the miniseries that, like, there's going to be a whole lot of Patty at this time period. And so, by the way. And we know who's playing Patty. Yeah. It's Norbert Leo Butts. Yeah. (laughs) Now, why are you excited for, I'm excited because I know him from all the Broadways. Yeah. Well, we've talked about him before with uh-huh. uh, the last five years. Yes. And I've seen, you can find some on YouTube of him doing, you can't find the full performance, but you can find uh, cl- like certain songs. Um, like, I think Shik's a Goddess. One of like his really, really good ones. Um, you can see you can see him doing it, and he's delightful. The um, national tour of Cabaret, mm-hmm. he was the MC. There is footage oh, okay. of him. You can probably find it on YouTube of him performing Wilcomen on The Late Show with, oh, the nice. com- with the company of Cabaret. And, of course, he was also Fierro in the original cast of Wicked. Mm-hmm. And he was um, the FBI agent in the musical Catch Me If You Can. And I'm pretty sure he was in Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, too, the, the Broadway musical of that as uh. well. They also, so I found this out recently, which is funny. They did, so that movie, um, Big Fish, they did a musical yes. of that, and he was in it, and apparently it was terrible. <laughs> there are a lot of terrible musicals that get made. Guys. Yeah. There like, are. somebody was talking about it, and they were like, oh, it was, it was on another podcast that I listened to that's covering Tim Burton, and so they talked about that movie. They're like, yeah, they made a musical out of it. And it was real bad, and they were like, and this guy, Norbert Leo Butts, and I was like, I know him! <laughs> <laughs> you know him! Yeah. <laughs> Yay! I can see you just exclaiming wildly in your Oh, I was absolutely, or, no, I was walking a dog or, at the time, yeah. like, through a park, and I just yelled, I know him! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my proud little, my proud little heart. It's the best. And so what's next after this, film-wise? Uh, I have a film, I have a staged version of Pippin. Okay. Um, that is filmed. Okay. It is, I think it's like a Canadian production. It's not, it's more 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not John Rubenstein. John Rubenstein was the original um, okay. Pippin. Mm-hmm. It's William Cat. The Greatest American Hero. Oh, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) But it does have Ben Vereen Uh in the role of the leading player, which, of course, he originated. Right. And it is, if not perfectly... I know, it was going to be a little sad if he wasn't Fossey, it it is like 95% Fossey. Okay. So it is a good record of Pippin. So that will be... We will watch that. Put that in. We'll put that in there, even though it was filmed later, but that's the next thing he did in his chronology. Right. To, to see that. And it's very important that we watch Pippin before we get to all that jazz. And when okay, we watch all that jazz. That's the next actual movie that he did is all that jazz. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because when we get to all that jazz, you're going to be like, oh, because it's, of course, biographical, autobiographical. And so everything he's ever done, 
you're going to be like, I know what he's talking about there. (laughs) So that's why it's very important we do them in this order. And before we even get to all that jazz, we're, of course, going to have to stop and watch The Little Prince, which is his last film performance. I've never seen, but I've seen... I've seen pictures of him in that, and mm-hmm. it's <laughs> it's something. <laughs> yes, I can't wait. I can't wait. I it's a great movie anyway. It really is. It's, it's the Little Prince. It's very charming. It's very well done. But most importantly, you're watching it for Fosse to do one number, <laughs> and that number delivers. You're just That's, like that is why. Yeah, yes, that was it. Everything was great, but that was like five. 5,000 cherries on top. Yes!